Welcome to the Questionable to Return podcast, where three lifelong friends discuss Wisconsin sports and more. I, I feel I'm on the downward tilt. I, did, I was looking, right before we started the podcast, I was looking to see, okay, what's available, what's available. So much baby oil. Oh, so man. much. Oh, man. That's, it was like a contest. So yeah. There had to be drums just laying around it's at all so times. Just, so just drums. Was, was there a misting tent, maybe? <laughs> Yeah, so this ties into sports. <laughs> shortstops <laughs> can't be left-handed. That is a fact, Mike. That is impossible to be a left-handed shortstop. There have been... Yeah. All right, I'm not doing this again. We got room. We got you room. room for me? I'll just get one of the kids out. And Luna? And anything with a, about a 40-foot-tall transforming robot designer. I've created a monster. Now, here's your hosts, Andy, Mike, and Pete. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Questionable to Return podcast. Glad to be with you guys, as always. I'm Andy with my buddies, Mike. Howdy, podcast listeners. <laughs> and Beat. Hey, everybody. We're off to a dandy start. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So how's everybody doing? Not good. Not good. <laughs> Not good at all. So, Pete, this sounds serious. Stop laughing. <laughs> I don't know Peter. how many handfuls of chocolate-covered pretzels is too many, but I reached it and then some. <laughs> it was holiday party today at work. That was some of the leftover food, and I thought it was a good idea as a snack before I left to just shovel as many into my face hole hey, as I could. Hey, the season. Yeah. It is the overeating season. And I, my stomach is really, really upset right now. Apparently, just handful after handful is too much. I should have stopped at eight. <laughs> so what was the final number? I don't even know. I don't know. Maybe like 10. It was way too many. Have you guys had your... So was this homemade? You know, I'm not sure. They were in... I'm suspicious of this. They were in a big Tupperware, like someone brought them in, but they look store-bought. I call shenanigans. Oh. Yeah. I I think somebody... That's some, that's some bullshack right there. Yeah. They were a little too neat looking, I think, to have been homemade, but they definitely tried to pass them off yep. as homemade. So you just regular chocolate? Or are they white chocolate? It was white chocolate. Oh. Dark chocolate? Peppermint these were, ones? These ones were all white with caramel no drizzle. Chocolate? Caramel drizzle. No, no peppermint. Man, how'd you... Man. Rolled gold Good. makes a nice Good. peppermint bark mm. pretzel, so... I'm a, some I'm, of that too. I'm a sucker for the Ghirardelli peppermint... Chocolate oh, yeah. bark or whatever they call that. Yeah. I really My like... My wife actually surprised me with some, so... I really like sweet and salty and caramel, so those just... Too many jokes deadly. to count right there. Yeah. Too many jokes to even count. Have you guys had your office parties yet? Gotten those out of the way? Well, my team... Well, we had a couple parties for the general area. We had one for the floor and then one uh, for the area that I work for. Pretty good. Did a little gift exchange. But the one thing, my my more close team, we're thinking about leaving a little bit early on Friday to go as a team to go see Once Upon a Deadpool as a team outing. If anybody doesn't know what that is, it's Deadpool 2. Okay. Which is not kid-friendly. I not family-friendly. No. It's hilarious. You need to see it. I will. It's phenomenal. But... It is in the is a PG thirteen version of that movie, but the cool wrinkle of that is because we are we also saw Deadpool two as a as a team building event. It is Deadpool reading 
Deadpool 2 as a story to Fred Savage. Nice. Like Princess Bride, right? Yes. Just like Princess Bride. Is it taped to the bed? Anybody want to bring it? <laughs> is it? Do they even make it look like the Princess Bride bedroom? Like, do they try to make the set look I, the same? I think so. Pretty cool. The Chicago Bear stuff in the background, I believe. Yeah. Or is he wearing from, a Bear's jersey? Yep, he is wearing a Bear's like, jersey. I think it's a Fridge Perry, maybe? Uh, I don't maybe Peyton. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. think there's any number on it. Well, I mean, the Fred anyway. Savage version, there's a number, but nice. yeah, so it's pretty, pretty, it's pretty, awesome. pretty hilarious. Yeah, well done. Well done, Ryan Reynolds. Those uh, Deadpool's you, quality you stuff. Need to, you need to watch the trailer. It's hilarious because Fred Savage is like, I really like Marvel movies. He's like, we are a Marvel movie. No, you're, you're Fox Marvel, <laughs> yeah. which is like the Beatles being produced by Nickelback. <laughs> it's music, but... I think that's my favorite part of Deadpool is all the just breaking the fourth wall, just yes. references about like, you know, Ryan these Reynolds. timelines are so confusing. Well, yeah, they well, had like a bunch of trailers too, which were great. They had Bob Ross and yeah, yeah. Oh, I forget the other ones, but they yeah, they've done a great job with that movie. Yeah, I noticed the Deadpool Bob Ross pop, oh, Funko nice. pop, Funko pops. Pete's Pete's get me into collecting some Funko pops to go on my video yeah. game shelves, so. Got a lot of those in my office, so I like it. Well, maybe we should have a little Deadpool watching party over the over the little break here. Oh yeah, we might have to because he does clean up the storyline at the end of Deadpool too. Nice. And it's 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 probably one of the best forty five minute forty five seconds to a minute. And I haven't, I, think I've seen I haven't seen the second one yet. Me either. So it'll be good. Love the first one. What about you, Pete? Uh, we had our holiday party um, extravaganza in the beginning of December, so. Um, ours was done a long time ago. I recovered. It's a little anticlimactic. Yeah. Well, Christmas for Thanksgiving. Where I work, there's not a lot of people there this week. So, uh, yeah, everybody's pretty much gone. So we had it early and we ordered in. So, yeah, it was kind of anticlimactic though. I like when, uh, it's a smorgasbord of (laughs) treats that everybody makes. So, yeah. I like that. I like that too. Or you just buy them from the store and pretend you made them. Either way, true. <laughs> yeah, you just put them in a Tupperware. Allegedly. Uh, yeah, I'm calling. I'm calling shenanigans. So Christmas is coming, fellas. What's your Christmas wish for Wisconsin sports? You got anything? Oh, not a championship. That can't be a championship. No, I think it's. Oof. Come on. Yeah. Can't make it easy. Oof. Make it realistic. I wish every team wins, goes undefeated, and wins the title. Is that? Yeah, that, there you go. Yeah, that sounds perfect. more like a New Year's resolution. I I do have one. Highly optimistic. Never gonna happen. If you want me to go first, please go first. <laughs> so my wish is for the Brewers to make the playoffs again. That's reasonable. Yeah, because I think the expectation is going to be everyone wants the Brewers to get back there. We were within one game of the World Series, but. National leagues, it's National League is tougher than the American League. American League is a little more top heavy, and when you see some of the moves that teams are making, you know the Phillies are making moves. They're going for it. The Braves were a playoff team. They had Donaldson. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals get Goldschmidt. Mets gonna, made a couple moves, right? Yeah, it's going to be tough. I think the National League is going to be a little more competitive. So I just want the Brewers to get back there. I think everyone would feel like it's a really disappointing season if they miss the playoffs, even if they won like 88 <laughs> games right. or something, yeah. which right. it's possible. I mean, who knows what Christian Yelich is going to do? He he did have you know, a 
what looks like a career year. Pretty hard right. to repeat. Yeah, so, definitely. So I hope the Brewers just get back to the playoffs. Uh, it was so much fun the end of last season. That's some of the most fun I've had as a sports fan in a while was that Brewers run. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, Yelich has an early early lead on the Questy Athlete of the Year award. Yeah, I did notice. Uh, yeah, a lot of votes coming in for him. I don't know what Giannis. Yeah, running out of time, Giannis. You got to do know. something crazy these days. Right. Speaking of Giannis, what forty four is not enough. Yeah, that's probably my Christmas wish would be for the Bucks to get out of the first round and have a home series. I think uh, if they don't finish in the top four, I'll be extremely disappointed. So that's my that's my wish. And it's looking pretty good right now, but yeah, that's my wish. If they, if they can get a home series and get out of the first round, I'll, I'll feel pretty good about their season, to be honest. That's a good one, because it has been so long since they've even won a playoff series. Oh, yeah. It since goes, the big three. Yeah, it goes back mm-hmm. to the 2001 yeah. playoffs. Definitely. So. Yeah, so that that's my wish, probably. So I have three. Three? Three, Genie. <laughs> you can't wish for more wishes. Nope. It's against the rules. Wish number one. I want those yellow city jerseys go to die. Okay, I support that. So the new ones are out. Go to die. So two, I want a nice, wonderful interview with Packers Hall of Fame member Frank Lamping. I want to hear all the kitty and adult stories of Packer fandom. That one just might come true. Ooh. That might be a two-part episode. If dun, we talk dun, to Frank. Hmm. Hmm. And number three, I really hope, really wish the Packers can get the get the ship righted in 2019. I wish or hope that we get a new coach that's innovative and can really get the team to buy in in a short fashion because I fear that Aaron Rodgers' career is going to quickly dwindle. Clock is ticking. So yeah, so that's my wish that uh, Guten Kunst gets it turned around. So that's my wish for 2019. You hope they uh, get some corrections, right? Well, I don't have any corrections. I was, no, I'm not <laughs> transitioning. Nice transition. uh, oh, we're perfect. We're kind of skipping corrections this time, so cue the Questy music. There it is. There Ooh. It is. You want to remind people to vote? Gives me the, gives me goosebumps every time I hear that. The Questy Awards? Uh, they'll be open for another, what, about two weeks? It's, ten days? It's our like gift that. to you out there in questionable to return land. We're going to keep it you, open. You can, don't vote once. Vote as much as you want. Vote yeah. different every time. Yeah. We don't, don't care. care. Yeah, yeah. Change Just it up. vote. It's Just easy. Vote. It takes you ten seconds probably. Yeah, it's real simple. You go to questionabletoreturn.com and it comes up right away. You, it, you can vote in like a minute. Under and just click maybe, through. Maybe we'll add another random questions. You have to come back and vote again. Yeah. Like keep best Wisconsin athlete video gamer, Blake Martinez. Obviously. Blake, Blake Martinez and that, Easily. that Dota 2. Maybe that's yeah. my wish to get him on the podcast. Blake, come on, buddy. I'll start uh, I'll start checking Twitch more often. All see right. If he's All streaming. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes, I like that. But yeah, question awards. We're going to try to wrap up voting in all seriousness. We're going to try to get it done by the end of the year to quickly unveil the winners to kick off 2019 for the questionable to return podcast so definitely please get out there and vote pretty easy get out there questionable to return.com slash awards if you follow us on any social media platform we are spamming the crap out of it so if you miss it 
you're not looking. So please help us out and vote. I know I'm looking forward to that episode, 2019. That should be a fun one. Uh, let's see what we got now. Mail. We did get a question last Sunday. We didn't really have time to get to it, but it's from Andrea, and she says, now that the Packers are out of the playoffs, would they consider sitting Rodgers the rest of the season? He looked hurt this week on a few plays and could use the rest, it looks like. So we did touch on this a bit uh, last episode, but I I wanted to just bring up something else. Uh, All the fans seem to be calling for bench Rogers and let's at this point let's just tank I've heard that a ton now on on uh sports radio yeah it's a pretty big topic today I think yeah and everyone's saying you know Packers need to tank for draft position and I get that because for a lot of the Aaron Rodgers era the Packers have been good and we don't get high draft picks yeah but one thing fans need to keep in mind is the difference between how we view the Packers now and how the players and coaches view this Joe Philbin is coaching for a job, mm-hmm. like not necessarily a head coaching job, but he he probably won't be back as offensive coordinator. He's coaching to just get hired somewhere. And a lot of this staff, the staff could be blowing up. Right. They're all coaching for jobs. So the coaches don't want to lose. The players are, these guys are ultra competitive and they're even looking at it as we don't want to be the team remembered as zero and eight on the road. Oh yeah, no. They don't want to even the last game of the season. That you know we don't want to lose at home to a division rival, especially so, Detroit. Yeah, right. The, so it's easy for us to say, yeah, just tank and lose. But right. no one in the organization wants to lose these last two games. So that's something fans need to keep in mind: right. is Joe Philbin, these, the rest of the coaching staff, Aaron Rodgers, the rest of these players, they all want to win. So. Can't take that away from him. I'm not going to be upset if they go out there and beat up on the Jets right. or oh, the Lions. It'll feel good. Yeah. 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 So people just keep that in mind that, uh, you know, you don't have to be so obsessed with like, we have to tank, right. we have to tank uh, and be mad that the players want to win. That's just, that's how they are. That's why they're professional athletes. They're ultra competitive people and they hate losing. Yeah. I, I, Another thing I've been hearing is we want to see what Kaiser can do. We got to see what Kaiser can do so then you can just, you know, get rid of him or keep him. Right. We saw what Kaiser did in, in yeah. week one. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't very good. He came in and turned the ball over. And Aaron, Aaron Rodgers had to come out with a bum leg because he's <laughs> right. better than Kaiser. Right. But I, the one thing that does make a little bit of sense is just, uh, as Andrew pointed out, is Rodgers does look pretty banged up. Yeah. Is the only reason I could see sitting him is if, he just has too many nagging injuries, but he seems to want to play through it. So I think we're going to see Rodgers out there. And plus, I think Gutenkunst heard that I'm in the fantasy football championship and, and Rodgers is on my team. <laughs> yeah. So I'm pretty sure he said, you know, Rodgers has got to play for Pete's team so he can beat Andy's dad. Yeah. I, so I, I, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's, I, that's the that's the main reason Rodgers is playing. I my, caught that soundbite at the press conference. Yeah. <laughs> my dad is in two fantasy league Super Bowls. Is it his first year playing? No. Oh. It feels like it, though, <laughs> but it is not. That's impressive. Like he's, he's got a I, I think he's juggernaut th- I think he's, of a team. He, he's so three years in. First year in our dynasty league that he joined, so it's probably the first yeah. real big test and more competitive league, but kudos to him. He put together – he adopted a team and got it turned around. Well, yeah. 
not to toot my own horn, but beep, beep. I am also in two <laughs> leagues and two Super Bowls. I think if I win them both, I just need to retire from fantasy. That, that's the mountaintop. It would be the ult, the perfect season. It's just going to be misery from here on out. Pretty much. But yeah, in all seriousness, seriousness, seriousness though, uh, Philbin kind of kind of didn't announce that Rodgers is the starter to New York media. Rodgers came back and said that he's going to play and, you know, it. I don't know. It it just everybody calm down. Yeah, let's let's watch yeah, our I mean, team get a think, nice victory against. I think the we Jets. alluded to it a little bit last week. At least my feelings. I know our our guest last week, Chris, kind of mentioned he kind of wanted to see him sit and let let the chips fall where they may with that. And I was still in the same impression. Like Rogers wants to go out and play. He's got something to prove. I think he's got a a, a somewhat of a lost season, but he, I think he's obviously thinks he's still got something to prove. And you want to see Devontae get out there. I mean, Pro Bowl. Would yeah. you like to see him finish out a strong season? And, and like you said, I, I think the team wants to compete and still put up, show that they, show that they're still a good team and there's still light at the end of this tunnel. Plus, I think it's like I mentioned. I think you want to get these teams continue to work together to continue to build that rapport, get the young guys in there with Aaron because we're going to need them next year. Right. And even I like to see the defense continue to move move forward. Like I like to see Mike Petton come back. Yeah, I like him. So I think you want to still keep that team competitive, keep seeing that defense get stronger, and what better way than to beat up on the Jets? Yeah, you had mentioned that last time, just building a rapport between Aaron and some of these guys. Yeah, there's nothing better than actual game game action, for especially for rookie wide receivers. But but I agree, if if he is hurt and if, if the doctors say like it's better for him to rest, it, it's yeah. not worth it to try to push him out there. We're not pushing for a playoff spot, but if he's good enough to go, he's going to go. Right. Be interesting to see what his injury actually is on his knee that we never really got the details of. I guess I we'll, we ever will. Maybe we'll find out if he has to have surgery or something. But. Maybe it'll be in a Mike McCarthy tell-all book. Yeah. All right, let's pivot to the NBA, fellas. We haven't really talked NBA in a while. So... Dirk Nowitzki made his first appearance of the year last week, I believe. He breaks Kobe's record of 20 seasons with the same team. So it's his 21st season with the Mavs at the age of 40. That is incredible. So in 1999, he was drafted, of course, by the Bucks. Yep. <laughs> and he was traded to the Mavericks. Remember who, who we got? Tractor Robert Trailer. Tractor Tractor Rest trailer. in peace. Rest in peace. And did we also get Pat Garrity? Or do so, we gi- or do we give up? We, Pac- I think we gave up. Pac- oh, just <laughs> I don't remember though. But yeah, he was a 2011, 20, yeah, twenty eleven, right? Yeah, I'm saying that right. <laughs> twenty eleven champion, twenty eleven Finals MVP, thirteen time All Star MVP in two thousand seven. But you think of what it could have been with the Bucks. His third year with that team would have been in two thousand two thousand one. The year the Bucks had that awesome year oh. with the big three. He averaged yeah. 21.8 points with the Mavericks. What could have been? The, could the, the Bucks have been a dynasty? It pretty much Novinsky? It pretty much sum, sums up the Bucks from that era. They traded Pat Garrity and the rights to Dirk Nowitzki for a tractor trailer. Yeah. A 300-pound, six-foot, what, seven? Oh, God, he was undersized, yeah. Six-foot eight? He guy not undersized, but height wise. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, Let's say that the other way. But. He did. Uh, he broke a backboard though. 
So I mean, I, that that counts oh, for a lot. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I know. I I would think that a lot when I watch Dirk play. Of like, if if only they had kept him. You know, I would like to go back in time and step on that butterfly, and not yeah. not have that happen, and see see what what the Bucks would have yeah. been with Carl and the big three and Nowinski. Yeah. Yeah, he's officially officially came in at six nine two ninety one. Yeah, that's a big that's a big boy. Yeah, you want that guy instead of a seven footer that can shoot threes. Yeah, yeah. One of and Garrity. One of yeah, <laughs> and Garrity. One of the things that really bummed me out was uh, one time maybe in like the the later two thousands they had a ESPN did a list of the worst NBA trades of all time. The Bucks had two in the top five. It was oh, trading Dirk and trading Ray Allen. Oh, Ray like, Allen! And I was like, not only, oh. not only they the traded, Bucks have they two. traded away Ray Allen and Flip Murray, right? For Peyton, was I'm pretty uh, sure it was it yeah, was the, both of them. And Desmond Mason. But we got Desmond Mason. Yeah, in so. return, so we got Desmond Mason and Peyton for yeah. And Flip Murray averaged like 20 points also. But anyway. Yeah. What's so sad too is those trades happened not all that long apart, and like they're still fresh, Just fresh in our mind. Team. And yeah, that's why Giannis feels so special now. Like, like we deserve this. But yeah, Dirk was always such a fun player. He's one of the first like big men who could really shoot. Yeah, he was listed as power forward only because I think they had Sean Bradley and uh, Rafe LaFrenz, I believe, with the Mavericks. That sounds so. Those right. those were their centers. So he was always listed as a power forward, but yeah, he was kind of that first stretch five. You could probably go back. You think, well, I guess Garnett was considered power forward too, but he didn't really shoot the three like Dirk did. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't step back. No, Weber was a Weber was more of a power forward. I'm trying to think of uh, the bigger guys. The bigger guys back then, like Olajuwon and um, Shaq and all those kinds of guys, they were just pure centers so yeah. they didn't really shoot like Dirk did Cause, yeah because Dirk could really he could really shoot yeah. like he was like a legit step back and shoot threes kind of guy yeah mm. like I mean like Tim Duncan Yao Ming Dwight Howard in the 2000s Ben Wallace Paul Gasol Stoudemire those are all just big guys that just protect the rim pretty much so there's so many crazy bad Bucks trades <laughs> yeah. yeah like yeah. even though even the trade to get rid of, to move on from Andrew Bogut sent him to Golden State, like the big rumor was that they offered up Stephen Curry, and they took Ellis instead. If only, yeah. Oh, when we had uh, the Monte Ellis Brandon Jennings backcourt, though, wasn't that a thing for a little bit? That was going to be our future. And Brandon Jennings looked good <laughs> to start. Didn't yeah, he like the huge game. Yeah, like the fifty-five point game. But yeah, what's interesting about at this point? I mean, Dirk probably shouldn't be in the league he's no. so old but no. what's what's an interesting idea is that they might have brought him back as kind of a mentor role because they they took that Luka Doncic yeah uh, I believe I'm saying that right probably not it's okay. put it in corrections okay but he's from he's from Slovenia he's only 19 years old and I've heard that you know maybe he'd feel more comfortable having another European guy on the team especially because Dirk is one who's he kind of was like the first of that big wave of bringing over European players. And since he's lived in the U S now for 20 years, he could kind of show him the ropes and, yeah. and that might be it's some of the idea. reason. Yeah. is just to have him as a mentor. And I thought, I like that then I like if Dirk's kind of like almost like player coach in a way and he barely even plays and right. Yeah. Always likable guy too. 
So the NBA standings right now, Bucks are second in the East. They're right behind Detroit. They have this. Are Detroit? They beat Detroit, but they're right behind the the Raptors. So they're a game and a half behind Toronto. Same same in the loss column with nine. Um, what are you guys you, thinking right now? You know, the Bucks are ahead of Toronto though. Point differential. Bucks are number one in the league in point differential at eight point eight. They outscore their opponents by eight point eight a game. It's pretty impressive. Toronto seven point four. The Bucks are like clearly like far and away the best at this. Like in in the West, oh, the Thunder actually lead that at six point nine, and the Bucks are eight point eight, which I don't know. I had started to get nervous about the Bucks when Middleton was going through that slump, and now they're on a nice little three-game winning streak. I'm starting to feel better about them again. I mean, DJ Wilson stepping up and, and playing big, playing some big minutes too. The DJ Wilson thing is, should we start building a statue for him now <laughs> outside of the <laughs> Pfizer forum? That's yeah, crazy. I don't know where he had 23 minutes against Detroit, I believe, and then he had 24 minutes tonight against the Pelicans. So he had nine points against Detroit, four or five shooting, uh, one three-pointer. But to, tonight he had nine, almost a double-double, nine points, ten rebounds. But really late in that game, three minutes left, Bucks were only up four. He had an awesome putback, and then they come down, make a stop, and then he comes back and makes a nice layup. So he is playing late minutes and making big shots with this team and showing the hustle. I think, but even the defense that he's playing too. Oh like, yeah, he played really good against. He's all over the place. Really good against the Pistons. I think it's he changed his hair. I think that was. That has to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he used to have the sideshow Bob look, and that didn't work for him. And now he's got like some sort of braids and it works. But you got, rid, you got rid of the side part and just kept the top Bob. Yeah, I think too. Like, it's, oh yeah, it's oh yeah, <laughs> it's easy think to. About it. uh, I got it. <laughs> it's easy to judge guys so quickly, like when they're. When you first when they first get to a team, you forget DJ Wilson's twenty two years old. Yeah. Like like last year, he didn't play so a lot, young. and it's like, oh, we missed on that pick. Well, maybe not. He, you know, if he was in college, he'd just be like finishing up his senior year. He'd be a, right. I guess he'd probably be a rookie now. But yeah, he's really come on. That's a real pleasant surprise, though, if the Bucks can get something out of him, because it does seem like they, the Bucks are never quite healthy. It's been Ilyasova. Bragdon, Middleton, like someone's always kind of banged up. So it's it's nice if we can get something out of some of these other guys to just show that depth off. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I kind of got a question for you guys. The G League, is it becoming like you guys, they, they've sent down Brown, they sent down Wilson, they come back up, they have big minutes, they're showing that they can play. And it's coming becoming kind of like a de- true developmental, just like game by game almost now. And now they sent DiVincenzo down, actually, too. So I, it's kind of interesting to me how how those guys have gotten, like, really big minutes, and they're they're really contributing a lot. And Connaughton hasn't played in the last couple yeah, games, right. and he's, I think he's healthy. And, uh, yeah, it's just kind of interesting how, how that G League is kind of helping us out. I love it. It's kind of like baseball. You know, with baseball, you, you draft these guys – with the intention of not having them play right away of them going to the minor leagues and you know, the G leagues kind of serving that same purpose of, you know, like we're saying, DJ Wilson's 22 years old now. So 21 years old last year. Yeah. Maybe you're better off just putting them in the G league and getting them playing time. 
maybe we should have done that even with like Thon Maker. Yeah, mm. definitely. Because no, that's not his name, Mike. Oh, I don't even know if I can remember everything about his name. Thon Maker, Shot Taker, Heartbreaker, Heartbreaker. Rim. Rim, rim Shaker. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Leaf Raker. <laughs> Bread Baker. <laughs> All right, I'm out of them. <laughs> but yeah, I I think it's kind of interesting. I think now that G League, which was wasn't the formerly the D League. Yeah, it was D League for, for developmental, developmental. But then Gatorade got the sponsorship. Right. So I I think now I teams are actually using using it wisely. I think when it first got introduced, I think teams had players and, and there wasn't as much production that came from that league. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's more like you went down and then your career was over. Yeah, or, yeah. You, or you never came up. But now to see them, like you said, almost use it like baseball where they need, they need to go down and get, get a – either they need to get a workout or get some minutes or kind of get their mind right or, or just get some confidence back up and then come right back up. And, and you can see instant production from these guys. It's really going to, I think, pay dividends for this team going on later in the season. I think, as you mentioned, Mike – we're going to need that because the team's not going to stay healthy all year. So the team that can somehow put together these wins when they do have their star players go down or key key production from players somehow disappears because they get injured for a stretch, to have those guys be able to get the quality minutes down in that G League and, and come in and, and produce right away is pretty impressive. Yeah, it's nice to see DJ Wilson and Sterling Brown, that rookie class, you know, from – Last year, that those guys both been playing regular minutes now. Solid role players. Yeah, we yeah. can't, can't. Uh, I got nothing. <laughs> and I can't, can't get, be disappointed with. Can that, I get yeah. my boy Christian Wood some some minutes? I know it seems like. I think I need to make a trip up to Oshkosh. There's just no room for him. Yeah, we should. That's the next road trip all the way go to Oshkosh to my alma mater. Yeah, go see a herd game. I'd I'd actually love to do that. It'd be fun. So the Bucks, so three and zero though on this little little stretch here since we last talked about them. That's nice to see, especially because yeah. they got uh, road games coming up now. Three, three in a row, row, I believe. Yeah, including Christmas Day. Ooh. Look out! I, just to touch on the the two games before that, it's actually a pretty tough back to back. They start with Boston at Boston, and then they go to Miami at Miami, which is kind of a tough trip. Yeah. It doesn't seem far, but it's pretty far. Yeah, that is. For a, for a day trip. So uh, they didn't really help them out there. But they've had an easy kind of schedule the last couple of weeks, I feel, or last week or so. They've kind yeah. of been spread out. It's so. nice to see them take care of business. They played at Cleveland without two starters mm-hmm. and still won comfortably. Yeah, Giannis tied his career high with 44. But, yeah, mm-hmm. that was that was a nice game. And then they come against Detroit. Brogdon doesn't play again with that hamstring. Yeah. And then Griffin has the rare quadruple double, if you add in turnovers. Yeah. <laughs> God, he turned it over like every <laughs> every single dime down. I feel like he was just he giving has, it to the Bucks. Man, he, he I don't know nuts. what happened to that guy. He just didn't look good at all. I mean, he, he had a lot of points and stuff, but I don't know. He just didn't look look like himself. Yeah, he's the focal point of that offense almost to a fault sometimes where they're trying to run too much stuff right through him. And when he's off sometimes, yeah, he's just throwing the ball out of bounds and just throwing bad passes that are getting picked off. And Enjoy. 
<laughs> yeah. Maybe there's a reason the Clippers got rid of him. But yeah. <laughs> have fun with that contract. But uh, something I, I heard of, like Ilyasova's out, but he's out with a broken nose. When did this happen? Yeah, I don't know. Like, how did we miss that? I don't know either. But didn't know. he break his nose when he was at the Bucks last time? He had the big shield on his face? Pretty sure he did. That sounds right. I can't remember exactly. I love when all. guys wear the shields on yeah. their face. Yeah, who was it was it LeBron? Dwight, who who Dwight tried Howard. to wear, who wore the black one and they, they stopped black one? Kobe. Yeah. This is how Kobe, was, and Kobe was, had a man. I think it was twenty fourteen was when he was over with the Bucks. Yeah, maybe. Had a nasal fracture. Yes. Had a mask. Cool. Good call. Good call. Yeah, I liked when uh when guys have tried to wear like the black one and the league's like, no, this is getting too yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> well, it looks like he actually got it injured in the Cleveland game. He had concussion symptoms post game. Nice. And they went and got it checked out uh, and realized he got it broke. He's just one of those tough European players who just stayed in there and will deal with it later. But in terms of NBA standings in general, not just the Bucks. I have an interesting little piece of information. So if you look at the Western standings, mm-hmm. it's interesting to see which teams are out of the playoff picture right now. Uh, I guess Houston just jumped back in. Yeah, they won a lot, a couple in a row, right? I'm As of trying to look back like on this. tonight. But before when they were sitting on the outside, oh, yeah. there you, go. Okay. you had... The amount of all-star games from guys who were out, uh, the stat doesn't mean as much because the standings just changed, but Houston has Paul and Harden who have combined for 15 all-star games. They were out of it. Dirk has 13. That probably shouldn't really count. DeRozan and Aldridge had combined for 10, and they were at the bottom of the standings. Anthony Davis, 5. It's just kind of crazy how talented the whole West is. Yeah. That you can have all these teams... Like Minnesota has 14 wins and they're the second worst team in the West. Yeah. It's just, it's so weird that you could basically go from uh, like the 14th team to like fifth oh, in a week. The Suns beat Boston tonight. Yeah. So they beat the Bucks and Boston and only have eight yeah. wins. Thanks for, I'm done, I'm done betting on Boston sports. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me. I did have them in a parlay too. So yeah, in the Eastern conference, there's, there are four teams under 10 wins. Yeah. That's why the East it's like, yeah, there's, there's a clear like tier of bad teams, but the West it's, it's just so stacked. I mean, at one point Portland had gone from being the one seed to out of the playoffs back to the five seed all within like two weeks. That's crazy. That's nuts. So yeah, even like teams like the Jazz, like they were supposed to be Everyone pretty solid in right. love the near Jazz. The bottom. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. So the the East did they, did they win tonight against Golden State? They did. Because there was a, there was a couple of bets I was about to go into tonight, and I didn't get them in in time. So one I was going to take um, Golden State over Utah. It's a good thing I didn't do that. But the other one I was gonna I was gonna double up on the Bucks were favored by seven and a half. Mm-hmm. So I was going to take that and the over on the combined points. And I would have, uh, would have won that one. Both yeah. of those. Yeah. I know we talked about that. The, uh, I think the bucks and Pelicans weren't they the top two scoring teams in the right. league. So it's tempting to take the over, but the East, yeah, seems much more predictable. So yeah. I feel pretty confident now though, that the bucks 
I think they're going to be top three. Like I'd be I would disappointed. Think so. I would be very disappointed if they too, fell yeah. out of top three. Even like if they fell to fourth, I think I'd feel a little disappointed. I mean, I don't know if they can keep this pace up the whole season, but they still haven't lost two in a row. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's good. And a seven game series. Yeah, that works in our favor. So, can we talk about the uh, last team in the East for a little bit here? Is it the team that has Jabari Parker? Yeah, Chicago <laughs> Bulls. What do you guys think of that? Jabari Parker getting 40, zero minutes. $40 million mistake. Sup- supposedly on the trade block. Which is interesting. Who's going to trade for that? I don't know who would. Like, what would you even do with Jabari if you had him? Would you just want him to be try to be the offensive guy on a second unit? But you know he's not going to play defense. You could have him just try to be, like, the main scorer on a second unit. But I don't know. Yeah, as of now, it looks like the Jazz are the only team thinking about it. Yeah, it's Just little rumors out there, but it seems like it would have to be some team that's underachieving right now. And Just trying to make a splash. How about the Rockets? And they don't need defense. They right. have enough defense. Yeah, so that's true. Gobert can pr- protect the rim for Parkies, Parkies, Parker's mistakes. I would like. To I can't th- talk today. I'd like to see him on the Rockets. So you just have to shoot. Threes. Oh man, that would be amazing. <laughs> Not, don't worry the about anything defensive Yeah, team. don't worry about anything else. Just run <laughs> just, up and just shoot. The court. Yeah. yeah, it's his mo. It's what he wants to do. So that's something we don't regret. Yeah, that's actually one of the questy is uh, which athletes are you were you happiest to see go? Oh, yeah. And I wonder if Jabari's going to win I, that he one. He might run away with that. Yeah. Well, Ty Montgomery's also in there after his fumble oh, right, kick yeah. return. So yeah, leave it to Chicago. Get some run. A city of mistakes. He's the he's the hometown guy. Got to cheer for him, right? Uh, the Soldier Field remodel terrible. The idea to break up the Bulls after the championship, the Scottie Pippen Jordan Bulls mistake. And now, bring in Jabari, thinking he's going to be your savior. At that price tag? Mistake. Well, if they wanted to tank, it's worked perfectly. <laughs> hey, good job. In line for that Zion that's a very Williamson ex- That's a pick. very expensive bench warmer. Yeah. So the Bucks on Christmas Day are playing for the first time. I don't know if they've ever played on Christmas. I'm excited for this. Forever? I'm excited forever? for this. My Christmas Day is going to be hanging out with family, playing Red Dead Redemption 2, hopefully. Ooh, nice. And oh, watching oh, man, the Bucks. I played that in a while. Yeah, man, we have a lot to do over Christmas break, boys. So Bucks, yeah. Bucks, Deadpool two, play at eleven. Red Dead Redemption. We might have to go see a a G League game. I think we need a and day. watch Bucks a day where we just everyone has their own TV and PS4, yes. and we all just play Red Dead yes. in the same room for hours. Flashback. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. What, what were, was it? Red Dead, one of the ones that we played at my house. Yeah, we had five. TV set up? I think it was when did that come four out? or five. Was that 2010? I believe it's 2011, something like that. So maybe it was in the first I, one? Maybe it was when my daughter was born. I don't know. I remember I had a young, younger child, and you guys came over, and we had a bunch of TVs. Yeah, yeah we filled your living room, and we just played. Probably the oh, most fun I ever. It's heard. exciting. You're anyway. you're right, Andy. So it's, sorry, to, sorry to completely derail your Christmas was, NBA talk there, Pete. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> it was May of 2010, so you you were right on. Red oh, so, so, first so, so yeah. So that wouldn't have been my son's then. Yeah, put that him, makes more sense. Put him to bed and let's play Red Dead all night. 
Yeah, transition from I think we played Call of Duty first. Yeah. He, he he had a little bit of trouble sleeping when he was a when he was a youngin. Had a little bit of I don't know if he was colicky, but then he had a little bit of an allergy thing. So give Monica a little reprieve. I'd take him down and we'd rock him in the thing because he just if he was if he was in his car seat or in his swing he was fine. So I'd sit there and rock him with my foot as we'd play Call of Duty. And you guys would come over and we'd stay up to what like three four in the morning. Yeah. Cut to eight years later and get him a controller, a headset, and some right? Mountain Dew. He's joining in. <laughs> He's in. Yeah. Gonna tap in for dad when he can't stay up past nine. <laughs> so anyway, the Bucks play on Christmas Day. At oh, Christmas yeah. Day. That's gonna be amazing. I'm gonna hang out so with family. So it's, it's their city city jersey jersey version two. I like this be one much better as we talked about. Yeah, earlier. it's actually Christmas really colors. Good. But um, yeah. So does is. does Giannis uh? continue his quest to don't get in trouble Giannis (laughs) don't get in trouble (laughs) I know he swore revenge on his own yeah but don't don't get don't get a flagrant foul and kicked out of the game kicked out on Christmas day (laughs) oh I I hope the I mean the Bucks should should win that game I would hope they dominate that game but well, I, I think I'll be interested to see what happens. I, something's going to happen, right? Here's what you do. He's going to pull a Brad Davison. This is why we <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. got to make it look like a natural running motion and then just uppercut. Uppercut. No, this, uh, you can, no switch defense. Make him run through that pick. This is why we traded for a guy like Jason Smith is for him to go out there and pick up the he's flagrant. He's the goon? Yeah, he's the goon. He goes <laughs> picks up the flagrant Lambert. foul for Giannis, gets kicked out, and then we don't, we don't even have to worry. Giannis is still in the game win the game there you go it's like hockey if nobody knows what the goon is it's in hockey you bring him in and he yeah he just checks the guy and gets in a yeah. fight you you have it's, some big guy, guy who gets if you want to see what it is just just go to youtube and just search bill and beer actually yeah. no and just no go on netflix watch goon because it's an excellent <laughs> movie and watch goon too because there's two of them i don't even oh think they're I've so heard, good i don't think i've heard of Stifler. these oh my goodness Stifler. oh stifler's in it oh my god there's you gotta see this movie Sports movie. All right, keep signing it up. Come on, we have a we have a big list now. Yeah, Goon is really good. I think we anyway. got to cancel all of our plans with family. Right. Yeah, Goon yeah. one, Goon two, NBA and Christmas, Red Dead Redemption two. What else do we have to do? Oh, Deadpool two. All right, that's, make a day out of it. I'll bring the crazy. I'll bring the Kringle. We'll make a whole day out of it. Perfect. Nice. Yeah, I love I'll bring it. TVs. Bradley Center being reduced to rubble. Yes. Yeah, all the seats are are pretty much done for inside. Any shining moments or bright spots that you can remember? Memories of the Bradley Center? Of my own? Sure. Going to games? Your own? Good sports moments? I can't think of many that I went to. I went to Gary Payton's last playoff game with the Bucks. (laughs) You couldn't get out of there fast enough. Oh God! I went. I actually went to two playoff games that year. But um, no, yeah, just a lot of memories with with Dad going to see Admirals and and Bucks and yeah, it's it was a decent stadium. It wasn't bad. I mean, it kind of got run down, but yeah, Mike, you got anything? Yeah, I actually uh, I was fortunate enough. My dad used to get free courtside seats to Bucks games. Um, from a, a Milwaukee law firm that had them, and they would send them to him as a thank you for referring business. So, kind of spoiled in that regard. Probably my favorite 
moment ever was when the Bucks had drafted TJ Ford. And he was, I believe he was a rookie at this time. And I was sitting courtside right over by him. And I was having a debate of whether or not TJ Ford was even tall enough to dunk with, <laughs> with like my family. And then as uh, TJ Ford within, you know, uh, distance where he can hear me saying this, I am saying, I don't think TJ Ford can even dunk. And then uh, at the very end of warmups, he ran and dunked and then look, came over and looked at me as he ran by and smiled. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Nice. And I did like TJ Ford af- a lot after that. Yeah, that's a pretty good moment, I would say. Yeah, I I think a lot of moments same as you guys, childhood growing up. I remember my, my first books game. Parents took me for my birthday. Me and a, and a friend, maybe? But anyway, it was the Vin Baker, Todd Day team. That's where I think I remember. I think when you're a kid, I think there's science behind this, but it's crazy how much time takes a lot it feels like it time takes forever to get through yeah like years seem to go for like forever like that's what i think about it. i remember that that bucks team with, with baker being like a decade yeah we all and thought was baker, only, baker was there forever he <laughs> wasn't there very long <laughs> at all yeah and then quickly like glenn robinson got drafted shortly thereafter that and that's when like ray allen was soon behind and then sam cassell so it was a good like series i think for us but yeah, that's what I kind of remember from the Bradley Center. Other than that, as I got older, I remember like watching like NCAA tournament when they have it in the, as a regional stuff. I guess to go to there quite a bit. But as I got older, I'm six five, and I hated going to the Bradley Center. Hated yeah. it. If you got up high, it was it was kind of scary, actually walking walking down those stairs in the in the upper level. It's very steep, but they like the seats were tiny. They were so close together. Yeah, I had zero leg room. I do agree. I felt with so that. bad for everybody sitting next to me. I remember sitting next to a guy one time, and he clearly didn't like me being in a space. I'm like, "There's nothing I can do." Sorry, man. So that's why the new Pfizer forum is so much, so much better. Yeah, I can't wait to go. So much better. That's the only advantage of being five foot five is that everything is first class for me. But, nice. but uh, one other thing too about the Bradley Center is I w- I didn't go to the game, but it was a big deal. Is uh. Badgers men's hockey in 2006 won the national championship on Bradley Center ice. Nice. Nice. They got a basically a home game, beat Boston College. That was my first senior year of college, not my second senior year. <laughs> so I have to bring this up before we transition out, out of this talk, Bucks talk. The worst trade in, in Bucks franchise history, it has to be like the Ray Allen trade. Yeah, I think so. Not even like, not even just because they got rid of him, but just the whole background of, of the why. Like, George Carl lost his mind. Yeah. yeah. Like, he literally has quotes in the paper saying right before. And, and Ray Allen is a stand-up guy. He, on and off the court, he has all the charities and things he does, and he did all the stuff in Milwaukee, too. But literally, he was quoted as he was, like, trading him out of town. Ray Allen was nothing but trouble. We had no choice but to get rid of him. What? And like the Dirk Nowitzki trade, you can defend what they did a little bit because at least he he hadn't played yet. They traded right. him right after drafting him. And but Ray Allen was good and in the prime of his career, and they just traded him away for a half a season of Gary Payton and Desmond oh, Mason. It was such a terrible trade. So bad. And yeah. Gary Payton did not want to be there. 
No. Must no, be just, one of the best shooters ever in the pure game. Pure shooters. It was just, oh. And he yeah. wanted to be there. Like, he yeah. wanted to be a buck. Yeah, that, that really crushed me. I feel like I lost interest in the Bucks a little bit after that. Like I just never could be quite as into him. Like the Michael Red era that followed it. It, it was, was just, rough. It just felt like, yeah, the Bucks were doomed to well, now, always be. Now we got the, another 34. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, buddy. lucky Hopefully number for he the stays forever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, please, please, Giannis. Please don't leave, Giannis. All right, moving into the Packers before we kind of wrap this up, we have a little bit of fantasy talk to to talk about a little bit after, but we want to talk about Pro Bowl selections. So Aaron Rodgers and Devonta Adam both selected as starters. Um, Bakhtiari, uh, Lindsey, and Clark are listed as alternates. Kind of surprised they look, seem they got snubbed a little bit there, but not at all. Any no love for our boy Blake? They may have stats. He's got to be. One of the NFL leaders in tackles, right? Yeah, so he has uh, 122 total tackles and four sacks, which that's a lot of sacks for an inside linebacker. I think it's second in the NFC for inside linebackers. I'd have to check, but pretty N- sure. Nine tackles for loss, two passes defended to throw in there. Like, And when us as Packers fans... Yeah, definitely is a homer perspective. Like... It does feel like he makes such big plays. There's there's just so many times where they'll run, some team will run like a screen or something, and you'll be like, oh no, oh no, this feels like a big play. And all of a sudden Blake's there yeah. and makes a stop. And I feel like you really have to watch the Packers to appreciate yeah. how much he really means to the defense. He's the he's the serious leader of that of that defense. Yeah, I mean, you can see him running it out there. But not only that, he has such a instinct for football. Like as you mentioned, he's in on all these plays. Even even when it's like not when he's not making solo tackles, he's in on he's in on tackles or he's helping wrap up or he's behind the backfield causing pressure. It's just he's an amazing player. Yeah, I feel like uh, I was sad to see uh, Morgan Burnett go just for his kind of leadership role. I really liked the way Burnett handled himself and the defense. And it seems like Blake has kind of slid in there now as the new leader of the defense. And I'm happy to have him. He's young. So like. 24 and yeah get the guy some pro bowls it's just inside linebacker doesn't get enough like enough attention in this yeah, modern Ke- nfl keekly and um who was the other guy wagner wagner made it i don't understand wagner at all but that's just me and just because he's the last guy left last man standing I, I from guess. that seattle defense but, i guess but i don't know yeah maybe the the kind of a lost season that we've had kind of Sours it a little bit. that a little bit, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Blake Martinez, though, was he's second in the NFC in tackles behind Keekley. Two tackles behind Keekley. Keekley had half as many sacks as him. So So in our in our super fan group we have um this kind of rule or or bit that you have to be part of the super fan group is to actually what we call adopt a packer. So you pick a packer and he's your packer for as long as he's on the team. So you have to support him, love him through thick and thin. So mine is Randall Cobb. Mm-hmm. I've been a fan of his. Um, got all of his jerseys and things like that, like autograph, things like that. But who is yours, Pete? Um, it used to be Nick Barnett because I met him once and I got his autograph and a picture with him. It was the greatest. That was yeah. so awesome. That is probably yeah. one of the coolest stories. It from was his rookie year, too. But um, 
then it went to Bishop. I kind of ruined his career. <laughs> yeah, you see where that was my fault that he whatever tore his ACL. So yeah, now it's uh, Blake Martinez, and, and you had Peppers in there just to cover. I, oh yeah, I had Peppers just to cover. You love linebackers, yes, but now. Yeah, you got no. a new linebacker. New linebacker. He's young. It's Blake Martinez. He could be around a long time. Yeah. So, so he's he's my adopted Packer. So I uh, he's good. I'm pretty. I'm not very happy with this at all. It doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> I mean, we, what we watch every week, the guy can run sideline to sideline. He's yeah. really good in coverage. Pro, I think Pro Football Focus has him as the 12th ranked linebacker. So I'm that's I'm guessing all the linebackers are, backers are in there. So. It just um, doesn't make a lot of sense to me at all. Hey, he loves video games, man. Come play yeah. some Red Dead too. Yeah. Well, we love him, and that's one of the reasons to be excited about the defense going forward is there's some good young talent. Yeah, some other uh, notable snubs from the from the NFC. Running backs, uh, of course, Barkley, Gurley, and Elliott made it. Kind of tough to, to kind of have – Christian McCaffrey and Kamara in there. Yeah, they're pretty stacked in the NFC with running backs. Yeah, it really yeah, it's are. pretty amazing. Yeah. So, but but the one big one I kind of wanted to mention was Darius Leonard. That one I cannot believe. Colts linebacker, rookie, leads the league in tackles with like 140 something. Yeah. So he comfortably says, leads the league in tackles. He mm-hmm. says today, I'm going to try to get 40 tackles on Sunday. <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah. So he's pretty. He, he's you not were, happy at all. He just tweeted basically, "Wow." We were just saying, you know, Blake is third in the in the, in the, uh, league, in yeah. the league, second in the MC with 122. Keekley had 124. Leonard leads the NFL with 146. Yeah, they're and not even close. Crazy. And seven sacks. Wow. Seven <laughs> sacks. Yeah, and an interception just for good measure. <laughs> two, Jeez. Four, four forced fumbles and two fumble recoveries. How and in that the guy, world? And that guy is not a pro bowler. And the Colts' defense has been good this year. They're ranked 10th, right? They just they shut out like the, 30th to 10th. They just shut out the Cowboys, and that guy oh is getting God. no respect. That's just that's unbelievable. That has to be like one of the biggest snubs ever. Yeah. Like his numbers are incredible. It just makes yeah. the Pro Bowl's a joke. Yeah. It, it's just. How repu- is it even voted for? Like, is it. I know like that the whole tweeting stuff happens. It can't just be fans voting. Is no, it players and coaches I too? I think it's split evenly between Kinda players, like NBA. players, coaches, and fans. And I don't know. It just How did that turns happen? into, I think reputation means so, a ton. So is Leonard outside linebacker or inside linebacker? I think I technically think he's inside. He, outside. I think he plays outside. Does he actually. play outside? Oh. Okay. But he does have so many tackles. I thought I'd heard That's he was playing. a lot of tackles for outside. All, yeah. He might just be one of those guys who roams a lot. Maybe. I mean. So, so I mean, like, so you have Von Von Miller, made it, Jadon Clowney from the Texans, and D Ford from the Chiefs. Those are outside, right? Those are all outside linebackers, according to. So the, I think D Ford from the Chiefs could have easily. Sorry to him, no disrespect, but yeah. he could have probably been left off. According to the Colts depth chart, they run a four-three. That he is the weak side linebacker in the four-three. Which is, that is a lot of tackles for not playing in the middle. That guy must just have insane range. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, that's that's has to be one of the biggest snubs ever. Yeah. One thing I will say though that uh Devontae Adams really deserved to make the Pro Bowl and it's nice yes. to see him get some love because not that this means everything, but fantasy football half point per reception league. Devontae Adams is number one wide receiver right now. He's had a pretty great year, 
Even last year when Rodgers was hurt, he still had good games with Hunley. Right. I think Devontae Adams belongs in that that tier of elite receivers. He he should really be talked about as one of the best. It's pretty amazing because I believe not too long ago we were all writing writing him off, ready yeah. to cut him yeah. because of all of his drops and injuries and yeah, he's I, uh, really turned his his career around and become that just that go-to target just sure-handed too i buy that um football outsiders almanac they write every year it's basically like a 500 page football preview it's it's great stuff if you love just nerding out about football but after his like i think it was his second year he had that really bad year with the drops Mm -hmm. he had graded out as like the worst wide receiver in the nfl for having played as many snaps as him and then cut to a few years later he looks like one of the best receivers so I i feel like every at least in the recent um, Packers history, I feel like our best receivers had a year like that. James Jones had a year like that. Jordy Nelson had a year like that. Yeah, they just need like that. Uh, I'm not saying they were the worst, grow- but yeah, yeah. He, that year to grow a little bit. But yeah, that was kind of surprising that uh, quite the turnaround. Even in a year where Rogers' passing yard seems a little bit down, I mean, he's still gonna. I mean, assuming he plays, he's still going to eclipse 4,000 yards. He's just on the cusp of it right now. Yeah. Yeah, so he, deserved, he deserved the Pro Bowl. I mean, he definitely helped Aaron get there because not a lot of other receiving targets yeah. on the Packers. So the Jets, how do you think we're going to do? They I better think, kill him. Oh, my God, they better kill him. I think the Packers <laughs> get their, their first and only road win of the season. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> well... They're going to rally around uh, whoever's left playing. I know uh, Aaron Jones is done for the year. It looks like Kenny Clark's done for the year. Whoever's left, they're going to step up. Yeah, Sam, didn't Sam Darnold look pretty good last week? Yeah, I think he actually did uh, Did have a good game, but we'll see. I still don't trust, uh, I'm not afraid of Darnold. I don't trust him to be that good. Yeah, the Packers won their last road game against the Jets 9 to nothing. Oh, I love that I think that, that game. was Rex Ryan, and I believe Patton was the defensive coordinator yeah. back then. That 2010. Was, that was the Super League year, yes. right? Yes. Yeah, so that's the last time they played in, in New York against yeah. the Jets. Yeah, that was I, – I love low-scoring games like that because everything just feels so much bigger, every play that you actually make. I remember Woodson making some real big plays that game. Uh, miss you, Chuck. Yeah, so six of the Packers' eight losses this season – uh, have been by eight points or less, including three by three or fewer points. Man. So when so, you so when you guys think so <laughs> <it> sucks. <laughs> when was the last time the Packers didn't win on the road? At least one game. Oh, the last time they had a a had winless. A, yeah, winless road record. I'm gonna say the '80s. I'm gonna say '81. Um, seventy-eight, nineteen fifty-eight. Oh, oh man! Wow, Ray Scooter <laughs> McLean's nineteen fifty-eight team. You have to go pre-Lombardi, which <laughs> went zero and six on the road and went one ten and one oh, overall. Man. See, like, like we're saying that before, just these shows you that Rogers is going to play. This, yeah, these, we, these, they, he can't be known. These players don't want. Yeah, they, they don't, don't want to be that, remembered yeah. as the zero and eight road. Team. And the fewest road wins since the nineteen seventy merger all came under Bart Starr's coaching leadership. One in seventy five, one in seventy six, and seventy nine. That's oh. oh, 
rough times. I thought there might have been some bad time in the eighties, but oh, even yeah, those teams were Forrest fine. Gregg and <laughs> yeah, fine. Gary Ellerson at running back. <laughs> great <laughs> great radio personality, Gary Ellerson. Yeah. I said to throw that in there. So hopefully hopefully for our sake and this team's sake, we keep that record to nineteen fifty eight because that's not a good one you want to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Sixty years. Get a win, Packers. Sixty years. Please. The Packers teams have at least won one game on the road. Well, the Packers aren't going to be the only team, though, we have to follow this week because we got to do fantasy. I'm pretty excited. This week? Sitting pretty. The wrinkle wasn't picked by me. (laughs) This was Luna's choice. Who's Luna? Sweet, sweet Luna. Sweet little Luna cat. That's my... Our new listeners out there. Who's Luna? That's my little... I thought she was an eight-pound cat. I just took her to the vet. She's like nine and a half pounds. Oh she's, no! She's she's like they said, don't let her gain any more weight. She's like she's very long and skinny and always cold. I thought I didn't realize she was <laughs> getting a little thick. She's never gonna find a lawyer cat or doctor cat to marry. She keeps gaining weight. What are you, what are you getting, sweet Luna, for Christmas? Ooh, I didn't even think about that. I still have time though, right? Yeah. Hopefully, she's not listening when we edit this. Yeah. I'll have to. I'll you, might, you might get it. I have to pick up something good now. I'm be in trouble. <laughs> so what's Luna's choice? Luna's choice was. Pete does not want any more of this. this <laughs> Pete's, had, Pete's had enough of that. Pete's <laughs> like, I got two cats. You don't hear me talk about it every five minutes. Ah, <laughs> uh, we we are <laughs> only picking players from games involving a feline team name. So, there's four Ooh. games. They're all noon games this week. So, we got Bengals at Browns, Vikings at Lions, Jaguars at Dolphins, and Falcons at Panthers. So, we got the four cat teams, and you must have one. What was that? <laughs> Is that your cat Is that noise? a boar? Yeah. <laughs> you fell asleep over there for a second. <laughs> okay. You can take as many guys as you want from any of these teams, but you must have one kitty cat player <laughs> on your roster. Meow. There you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> okay. So what's our order? What we we kind of did our standings last episode, but Andy's in first. 19. Mike and Pete, you guys are tied. And of course I'm Pete. I don't know why I said it that way. <laughs> Pete, Pete likes to be the third Getting kind of late. So yeah, first, second, third, Andy, Pete, Andy. Mike. Gets first pick this time. I get second. Pete picks third. Random draft order. Andy, you can start us off. I'm not only going to take probably the best player Mm -hmm. available for this week, but also take care of my feline need with Christian McCaffrey. Mm, Smart. Sorry, Pete. It's okay. Yeah, Pete's had him, I think, every single time we've done this. Yeah, that I could tell. That is my strategy. Pete had that good couple of weeks, so I, I studied what he did. Drafted McCaffrey and, and the Josh Allen thing. So I took Josh Allen last week, got me to a victory, and now I'm going to take uh, McCaffrey. Well, okay. I also want Thank a you. running back. Good luck. <laughs> and the Bengals' run D is awful, so I'm going to take Nick Chubb. All good right. pick. I'm going to pick his counterpart, Joey Mixon. Well, there you go. And also so you, take care so of your you, feline you're, need. I, my, my feline's done. You guys are both done with your feline. I like the Bengal cats. Bengal cat, yeah. Yeah. My brother has a Bengal cat. Yeah, I've heard. Pretty cool looking. I've heard they can be a little bit wild, though. 
His isn't, isn't wild. It's a Bengal cat. Yeah. What do you yeah. expect? That's They're really true. neat looking. Yeah. Anyway, back to fantasy. I am up and I am going to, I don't know, it's, there's a lot of choices here, but I have to go with Thielen. He's been pretty solid all year round. Yes. Almost 100 yards a week. Yeah. Against so, that Lions defense. So I, many catches. I also want to target that Lions defense. Okay, Mike. Take Dalvin Cook. And now my running backs are all set. There you go. Was that a cat just now? <laughs> Luna? <Are> you, <laughs> did you come here in my backpack? Yeah. Yeah, she heard about the no present for Christmas. <laughs> we haven't Not heard that. happening. We haven't heard that noise since episode one. <laughs> Get out the WD-40. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Andy. Well, before this is totally off the reservation, um, I'm going to take... Julio Jones. Good pick. Oh, I'm right back at it. Oof, yeah. I love the turn. Kenny Galladay. I'm going to wrap up my wide receivers. Take Another care of Another kitty cat just for good measure. Yeah. You didn't even I have want, to. Yeah. Mike, you're not getting. That's who I was eyeing up yeah, to cover my fun. cat needs. Have fun. That's fine. Yeah. Nope. I'll just take. Nope. I'll take Diggs from the Vikings, which means I still don't have a cat, but that's all right. All right. Pete, to you. Um. Ito Smith is out, so I'm going to go with Coleman. It's a good pick. Tevin Coleman. And then I'm going to come back around, and I'm going to get rid of that quarterback and oh, choose Cam, probably the Cam worst. Cam Newton. Probably the worst. Oh, yeah, Cam Newton. Yeah. Right? yeah. No, he's shut down. Like uh, every Cam, 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 Cam. Uh, I'll go with Baker Mayfield. He uh, threw, I, like I think he threw like four touchdowns against the Bengals last the time. Browns so. are Browns are going to the playoffs. Oh yeah, they're making big playoff hey, push. They're in the hunt. Yeah, good they for them. They are in the hunt. They're in the hunt. We are not. Nope. You're up, Mike. You oh. see that firing a coach actually worked for them. Oh, if you're gonna take a quarterback, I want to beat Andy to quarterback, so I'm gonna take Matt Ryan. But that leaves me with I have to take a kitty cat wide receiver. Oh no! With my have, last pick. Have fun with that. <laughs> have fun good with that. Luck. Horror show. So I need a running back still and a quarterback. But since you two both picked quarterbacks already, doesn't matter. I'm on the turn. Fournette and Cousins will wrap right. up my draft. To wrap up my draft, uh, it is slim pickings. I'm just going to throw a dart at the board and take DJ Moore, whoever's throwing him passes, to please target him. There you go. And I'm going to round off this draft with a non-kitty cat. I'm going to go with the dog, the dog pound. Oh. Landry. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him. You got the double bubble connection. Double bubble. I think Andy's going to win. He's got three kitty cats on his team. Yeah. Easily. I took this seriously, Luna. Yeah. Remember that. Okay, Andy, who do you got? I'm going to uh, to ramble it off. Kirk Cousins is my quarterback. McCaffrey and Fournette running backs. And Julio Jones and Kenny Galladay wide receivers. I'm liking my chances this week. I got Matt Ryan. Chubb and Cook at running back, and Diggs and DJ Moore at wide receiver. And I am going with Mayfield, Coleman and Mixon at running back, Thielen and Landry at wide receiver. So I just got a suggestion for you, Mike. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought of kitten mittens? You'll be smitten <laughs> with kitten mittens. That's a genius oh, idea. Luna's my pretty is she loud? It's winter. No, not really. She's pretty quiet, actually. But if she's cold, she, she does get cold. It's winter. 
I think that might be the perfect you gift. Be smitten with some kitten mittens, <laughs> and that rounds up our fantasy football. <laughs> Thank you, Luna. I think we need to get out of here. Yeah. So, so a little bit of housekeeping we need to take care of. Uh, we not only love our families, we also want you guys to enjoy your families. So we will not have a crazy new episode for you come Sunday. But I think we're going to do a best of episode. Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. I cut it up. We got something good, I think. Is it worthy? Is it worthy to give our our fantastic listeners? I mean, we'll laugh at it. I listened and I laughed. Hey. So at least I find <laughs> us all. So, so this is what's going to be like. We love you guys so much. We're not going to bore you with a new episode. We're going to bore you with the best of of our current episodes, and you're going to laugh your butt off, or you're going to be enjoying your family, and you're not going to have time to listen. Either way, we will have something for you, but we're going to spend time with our families. So I hope you guys all have a very merry Christmas. Each of you guys. Appreciate you, you guys. Yeah, to you as well. And we'll catch you guys after Christmas. Sound good? Sounds, Sounds good. good. All right. Well, thank you guys in closing. Always reach out to us. Get, get in touch with the with us at the mailbag, questionable2return.com slash mailbag. Make sure to vote for the Questy Awards. Get out there and do that. You can reach us on Facebook at facebook.com slash questionable to return. Twitter, Q to return. I'm on Twitter as well, Andy, the number nine, M-A-N. You can find me at Mike R. Daly. At P. Cozy Jr. Five-star reviews, share with a friend, vote. Get out there and vote. Rock the vote, people. And do so with a smile on your face and wish somebody a Merry Christmas. Ciao, podcast listeners. Happy Holidays.